having a little bit of a chat. Yeah, we're having a chat. Yeah, I haven't seen each other for a couple of days. I've been sick. Uh, uh, we on that. Sorry, we must. I must apologise. We missed an episode last week um, because I was ill, and and it's gone out since. It will have gone out before you hear this one, but yeah. yes, it was a late episode. Yeah. So um, yeah, apologies for that. And I have no idea how to work all of the knobs and tweeters. So um, <laughs> that was a, that was such a fanur. <laughs> All of all of the knobs and tweeters. Surely you understand how to operate some of the knobs and tweeters. Any knob or tweeter. Look, I have been a, I have been a bit um, gatekeeper-y with the technology. That's I, right. I don't need to be techy. Okay. I didn't even know what a ship was until last episode. That's, so. that's not a technical issue though, unless no, you, unless you're into some of the really old heavy person. fan fiction. That's just an old person issue. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so I'm your host, Megan. I'm your other host, Imogen, and this is Classically Awful. Hi, it's Blake's and Podcast. Yes, I'm sorry again, we missed last week. Um, we should open some cards. The old rig game of skill. Your move, I think. To start yeah. off with. I think, it's, I think it's your turn first this week. I think you might be right. How about you hold, 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 hold the, the microphone? I'll hold the microphone. Shiny, Shiny blue, blue microphone. Drop the mic, drop the mic. Off goes the doggo to be a doggo, which is merciful. Well, I think he's going to sleep because he's tired. We got we got nice special ones last week. Ooh. Um, first one's Ooh. teleport. Have we seen that one before? Um, I think not. Actually, that might be a new That's one. Like for Mission to Destiny. Destiny. I don't think we've seen that one. There's one of the Liberator. We have got that one once. There's one of Serverland and Travis from Weapon. There's one of Captured Callie from Sigma Sun. Sigma Sun. Destroy. Yes, These are ones I haven't seen as many yeah, of. Yeah, no, Federation Guard from the very first episode, yeah. firing an unconvincing fire. Yeah, interesting, fire yeah, weapon. so that, that wasn't anything There's special, one, but they're all ones we haven't got very many of, so I'm not going to be fussed about that. I think one or two of them, so that's pretty yep. exciting. It's good. Um, okay, and what have I got here? Oh, I'm so crap at this, but it's satisfying Russell, as I think somebody pointed out. Yeah, I think the, um, the guys from Next Gen... Talk about ASMR you get from opening cards. Okay. <laughs> What's ASMR? Now, there, there's something you should be... Well, okay. ASMR is... um. No, you have to look it up. It's good. It's, it's, not, it's nothing rude, I promise. Well, okay. All right. All it's right. nothing very rude. We've got Kelly Federation based on Albion from today's episode. Avon and Del Grant from today's episode. Gola, the goth chief from the next episode. And here's Zill. Yeah. So this will be the bit that talks about Zill. That'll be the one that talks about... Tra- the other half. No, 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 we only... We did already... We got that one. We didn't get the one that talked about... Oh. Travis. Oh, that's how you spell Zercaster. Z-I-R-C-A-S-T-E-R. Oh, yeah, look, no, they've put all the Travis stuff on the back of this one. Yeah. So, so the one with Travis on it had all the Zill stuff on it, yes. and the one with Zill on yeah, it has all the Travis stuff on it. That's which... right, making a rousing defence speech, Travis is found guilty and sentenced to death. Blaming himself for Gans death, Blake teleports down to an apparently unhappy planet that gives a little tip of the hat to Zill at the end. Mm. So anyway, there you go. How lovely. But nothing super exciting, but a couple from this week's episode. So did we read from Countdown as today's episode? No. So let's read the little synopsis here. These ones, because there's two, I've got both of them here in this batch, so this is good. Okay. So, oh, okay, just actually, however, this second card starts with however. So this is card 44 and card 45. So I think they're done sequentially. They must be. And they break the synopsis into two. So, Federation base on Albion is under rebel attack, blah, blah, blah. Organised by a mercenary Del Grant. In response, Federation Major Provine activates the countdown for a solium radiation bomb, which when detonated will destroy all life on the planet. He intends to leave in an escape rocket, becomes trapped, 
Blake Villon and Avon arrive looking for Provine, who has information about the location of central control. They join forces with the rebels, but Avon and Grant have a previous unfinished business. Grant blames Avon for the death of his sister, Anna, and has sworn to kill him. However, the two men have put aside their differences to work together in order to disable the bomb. Blah, 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 blah. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's pretty, well, I don't have to do an episode now. We can stop. Blah, 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 remaining things to say about this particular episode because there's some interesting stuff about because doesn't it start with um actually I won't even say how it starts because I can't remember how it starts okay well it starts off we start off with um uh, a shot of the planet which we find out, find out later is Albion and there's this ba- a battle going on there's lots of smoke and there's Federation guards and bombs being thrown and people getting shot and yeah and people dying here left and a bit of crap food there's a bit of a crap, crap food fight yep, yep. the baddies are in black because they're Federation troops and the goodies are in green because yeah, they're commandos and freedom fighters. Robin Hood and shit like that. They're quite good. They're quite good. I like the costumes. Yeah, yeah the costumes good. are really good for this. They've got like, these green balaclavas and, yeah, it's good. It's yeah. good. It, it looks like it's the sort of stuff you would wear if, if you were... A rebel, except that it's they're actually proper uniforms. And if you're, you know, rebel forces, you think would be sort of rag, a ragtag bunch of, you know, scrabbling together. Oh, well, they talk, talk about rebel uniforms in Star Wars. They, oh, no, they, apparently yeah. I'm not meant to talk about anything to do with Star Wars because <laughs> it gets very heated and everybody gets upset online. Really? Oh, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was the one to tell you that, didn't I? Yeah. Anyway, uh, yes, no, yeah, it depends. It depends. I mean, because you could, you, could, you could work out that there were the rebel forces left over from the original army oh, yeah. of, the, of the planet before the Federation came, which means they would be using those okay. uniforms. Or you could just say that, that they've got unusually good fashion sense. Or, maybe one of the things that, the, well, spoiler alert for later on the episode, maybe one of the things that Del Grant tells them as a mercenary that is important is yeah. for you all to feel like you belong. Yeah, and morale. Yeah, morale. Yeah. So you need to wear the same clothes so that you can... First of all, get out of those awful outfits. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll start handing out guns and training you. No one no one can possibly overthrow the Federation looking <laughs> like that, darling. <laughs> not in those shoes, sweetheart. <laughs> Definitely not. Not in those shoes, sweetheart. Um, yeah, so... So, um, yeah, then we have a shot of this, this, this fight and... Um, then it cuts to the Federation no, guys yeah. inside. Federation guys inside. Who are all very chill. They're all very chill and they're like, oh, well, we've got a 92% chance, you know, they still might not break through the lower levels. We've got a, and, you know, run it, run it through the computer projection. It says it's Provine that says that, isn't it? No, it's Selson. One of those yeah, two. And those yeah, Provine is, um, Provine's very sort of, the, 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 important people in this room, the one, the, the main, the main guy is Provine, who's this tall, very sort of starkly handsome man with, with a bowl cut oh, yeah, haircut. Oh, haircut's dreadful. It's such a terrible haircut. It's a really awful sort of, like, he's clearly got really flat, straight hair. And they've left it flat and straight and cut sort of a square. Out of yeah, it looks like it looks like, like, quite like it looks like my, a bowl haircut. Like quite like what my son's haircut looks like at the moment because I've had to cut his hair in his sleep <laughs> because he refuses to go to the hairdresser. Oh yeah. So I'm doing his hair in his sleep. Cool. I just let mine, <laughs> my my son's hair grow. So they, yeah, they have a little chat, chat about whether or not they're going to activate the device. And one of the Federation guys is uh, not keen. He doesn't want to. He says, so it means the death of millions. And, and, and but, but Provine's all, who gives a shit about yeah, millions? Yeah, sort of do it, let's do this. Um, um, and they run the computer projection and there's a 93% chance that the rebels will break through. So so they're like, right, that's it, we're going to activate the device. But Provine and his offsider and go out first. And, leave, and they leave some guy behind, they leave a red shirt behind. Yeah, to, to do the to actual activation. the device and then, then, then run and meet them in the shuttle bay to escape the irradiated planets. They have an escape mechanism. For these people, and um, while this happens, the, the the door gets busted open, and the guy who was going to do the activation gets shot, 
and they think, oh, yeah, yeah, we've, we've done it, we've done it. But as they turn around, stupidly taking their eyes off the dying bloke on the ground, he sort of strawberry jams his way up the edge of the, oh, no. <laughs> the thing and activates the device. And, and they're like, oh, no, oh, no, I can't believe they did it. And yeah. Oh, it's, um, it's, it's a very dramatic scene. It's very well acted, actually, this whole thing. It's quite well acted, but it's also they're going, damn, if only they'd just shot him properly and then it'd be the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. Did you enjoy this episode? <laughs> <laughs> it was a little short. <laughs> But apart from that, quite good. Um, nice uniforms. Again, um, yes, but, uniforms. Um, so anyway, the people who bust in are, I forget the main, the main dude's Corder, name. Riley, Corder, Corder, Riley, Riley and Del Grant. And, and Grant. And um, Riley's beautiful. Del she Grant's, is beautiful. She has the best hair. Like Del- they, put, they obviously put all the hair expert ears into her Yeah, and hair. again, not very rebel-like hair. No, no. It's um, definitely, it definitely required not, curlers. Yeah, it did. And not very Kasabi-like sort of weatheredness for a rebel. No, she's, she's very beautiful. She's pretty lovely. Um, and but which is lucky because they don't give her anything else to do except for be lovely Ex- oh, and get beaten up. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so all the tropes are there. Um, <laughs> uh, and so Corda's there, and they're like, "Oh shit, they activated it." And um, yeah, then they then they then they say, "Well, let's put out a call for technical assistance and get cleaned up. We've got we've got we've won the battle, but and Delgrat's lost the war. Oh, we've won the battle, we've lost the war." But the thing that annoys me about this scene is. Um, Riley's all ready to do stuff for everybody. She's all good. And, for, and in, in the name of, you know, sort of sorting all this stuff out. Um, but then Grant goes over and mansplains to her what to do next. He's oh, like, yes, he's get this stuff cleaned up, then do this, then do that, then go and get prisoners in for questioning. And she says, is that all? What are you going to do? And he says, worry. And while I'm doing all that, what are you going to do? Worry. That's what I'm going to do. Worry. You've got good cause. Oh, man. He's just a dick from jump. He's a dick and from jump. And he's a bit of an idiot as well. Um, and he's arrogant and, you know, all sorts of things which make him quite a good foil for Avon, really, when Avon shows up. He's also yeah, he's also affable affable arrogance rather than cold. And he's arrogance. on the side of right, you know. Yeah. He's on the side of right. But I mean yeah, the way he treats Rally without Corda saying, Oi, you know, be a bit nicer because mm. um, Corda's not getting orders barked at him. Mm. But mind you, Corda's clearly the Rebel leader. Yeah. Um, we find out a bit later that Del Grant's a mercenary. But, um, yeah. Well, we found out before we were reading from the card, but that's who he is. Yes. Uh, and then we go back to the to the Liberator, and there's some back and forth here about the fact that they're going down to Albion, which is the planet we've just been on, um, to try and find uh, space a major. space major. A space major. Space major on a space planet. So, like... <laughs> for a space secret. <laughs> space, space. I'm going to go to space. Space. Yes, please, space. <laughs> um, yeah, the, spa- the spa- space major Provane who is Provane. who worked on, um, who worked with Control. And yes. Ba- basically, Blake has the idea that he'll know a bit more about where Control moved was control moved. To. Even though Control was moved 30 years ago and Provine can't be a day over 45. Yeah, he's so, looking pretty well preserved. Yes. So... Yeah, because we do get that. It was moved years ago. thirty years ago. So probably maybe it took been, maybe it took thirty years in to his move teens. It. Well, maybe it did. That's tr- oh, well, it's true too. Because uh, spoiled us when we get to spa, uh, Star One. Yeah. When we find it, um, all the people on there, like a couple of them, are well under thirty. Yeah. yeah. Or well under forty-five. So you know, it kind of been. Yeah. That. Yeah. So maybe it was sort of in some sort of interim place for a bit, or being moved. Um, well, yeah. Um, so we get we get this little discussion about. Um, What's happening on Albion, and they they do mention that it's a very loyal Federation outpost, and so they're expecting not to have a very good welcome. But while all this goes on, Callie runs in and says there's been a message from Albion asking for technical assistance. Um, so they wonder what's going on, whether there's been fighting, and 
how how that will play out for them. And I think someone even speculates that we could have run ourselves run into straight into a rebel and straight into a rebellion. I think everyone even says that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, just wonder who's won and, who, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it could be dangerous. And um, could be tricky. Villa's not keen to go down, as usual. Uh, they, yeah, then we have, a, we have a little scene back on Albion where one of the guys tries to fix the device and fails and it's quite sweet because he drops something in there and it's all very tense. He's doing impressive eyebrows. He does. That meet in the middle in a very pointy sort of V-shaped way. Yeah. That's quite good. Yeah, he's a distinctive looking man. I don't mind the look. No, I, I gotta say, when I was a kid, I was always against the meeting out eyebrows in the middle. But look, but they've, 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 Blake Seven's done something for me. No enough. problem with it. What's his name? The they, guy they from, as well. From Blake Avalon. Yeah, yeah. So, so got his signed card. I know we have. Um, Soon we'll be able to quit our jobs. <laughs> um, We've already quit our jobs. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, to, sorry to tell you Soon that I'm not getting paid. Soon really, we'll either. be able to start stop looking for a new job. <laughs> um, um. Yeah, if yeah. I quit my job, then there's no more podcast, man. That's so um, if I if I get a job, then we won't be able to do this. So I won't get a job. It's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry, loyal listener. <laughs> I won't get a job. I promise. Um, um, <laughs> anyhow, so what does okay? So yeah, so they, fa- to... they failed to stop the the countdown. No. Um, they they do say that they've got less than an hour before it's going to go off, and it's crazy. Well, I suppose the episode does last less than an hour, but like lots of things happen in there in the episode that would have taken longer than an hour. And this is one of my big problems with it: is the countdown. Like, it starts, it kicks off nine 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 from a thousand down. Yep. Nine 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 eight. It's nine nine seven before we've even taken our eyes off the counter. Yep, pretty much. So yeah. it, that's that's going to take a lot less than an hour. Yes. And in, in any event, we'll go a lot quicker than. What the episode? Yeah, what, it's not forty-five minutes either, which is what the episode is. So yeah, it's just right. like you know. That's, that's sorry, exactly guys. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Your timing is all shit. Yeah, anyway, anyway. So, um, so anyway. we go back to Blake and the others, and they teleport down, and they find all the dead bodies, and um, and as usual, they don't take Callie, even though she's a rebel fighter. Yeah, they leave Callie and Jenna back on the street. The same. I've got a big thing on my secretaries. Secretaries in space again, and it's ridiculous because I mean maybe less so Jenna because she's a good pilot. Mm. Um. But, you know, if what if they've got spaceships down there and they want to evacuate some of the people? Anyway, whatever. They leave I, them up yeah, there. I, it, I mean, we know why we need... we need. A, well, it's all for plot reasons again. We need Avon down there because... The spoilers. computer? No. Oh, because of the... Because of the, the whole drama that happens. Yeah. You need Villa down there because he's got to open the safe. Yeah. So it, the, the, the thing is... we need Blake down there because he's in the title of... He's the, he's yeah. In the title well, of it's a good thing we get rid of Blake later on then. Oh, no, because he doesn't do anything. <laughs> he just... Lose his temper. Walks around and shouts. Yeah, that's right. Um, Shouty with people. And has flappy leather arms. But yes. the... Um, so they, they wander through the complex and they find... Um, uh, they find a ship... Which is obviously a, it's a short range ship that will go up into orbit and only be there for about an hour and then come back down again. So Wait, it's a bit of a mystery why the ship's there. Um, Villa opens the launch doors for no, just for fun. Yeah, just just presses a button which, ran- randomly, which sparks a nice little um, exchange between him and Blake. Why don't you do that again? Maybe they didn't hear you. Um, yeah. Then they run into a they run into Corda. Yeah, just wandering around. Um, they just luckily run into the boss. The and boss they have this sort of little interchange about how, oh, wow, you're Blake, that's good, because we, we don't like the Federation. And then so they become trustworthy people. Trust and each other instantly. Get taken up. And he, he sends someone off to look up, look at the ship because he says that'll be Provine's escape route. Yes. And they have established they need to, that they need to find Provine as well because Provine's the only one who'll know how to turn off the device. The device. Um, so, because he was the senior official on the planet. Yeah. At the time, 
Um, they go back up to the operations room where the bomb supposedly is and discover that the bomb isn't there. No, after after Villa tries to open the thing. Oh no no no! no Villa oh, hasn't done any of that oh, yet. Because okay. they they, they, oh, they go they want the technical assistance. Um, uh, Corder talks about um, what the bomb is and what it's going to do. It's it's a radiation bomb with a small with a with a with a large yield but a very fast decay rate. Yeah. So it'll wipe it, wipe out wipe out all life on the planet and then decay. But leave, but leave all the buildings intact. Yeah. Leave so it's basically, you keep the asset of the planet, but you kill all the people. Which. Uh, which I, I mean, unless there, it's def- obviously not a, not an ag- not an agricultural plant because if it wipes out all life, then it's yeah, going to kill all the animals bit. and the plants as well. And that's yes, or maybe it's a particular type. No, it can't be. Radiation just kills things. Yeah, that's it's not going to just kill animals. It's not going to just kill humans and leave all the animals okay. Yeah, that's, right. that's a bit weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, logical I've, inconsistency in this episode. And everyone helpfully says I can number d- two d- actually disable a, a solium device when I find it. This isn't it. Dun dun dun. dun. Yes. Um, and they're like, oh, it could be anywhere. And then um, to... Oh, we go to Provine. Um, he has been listening in the... Um in the little in, anti room where, where the, the, there's a tunnel the that goes through. Tunnel yeah. is so he's been listening to them. And they're talking about the fact that the only way that they can find him is by they had, no one has seen him. Mm. No one will just recognise his face. The only ways and the way the way they will recognise him is through his uniform or his papers. So he quickly strips off his sergeant's bars or whatever they are and hides his ID. So he's listening behind. He hears all that. So he hides his ID, puts on his helmet, and runs off. Yeah. Um, then uh, we get another interaction between um, Avon and. Blake about um, the fact that the, the whole operation was arranged by a mercenary. Yes. Which is Del Grant, who isn't there at the moment. Yeah. Um, and as soon as Avon hears and the Avon, name Del yeah. Grant, he does a... Drops dun, something. He drops something. Dun, dun, dun. And, and also, like, Blake says to the court, he says, oh, by the way, what's his name? Yes, you very know, clunky. Big set set up, really nice and clunky, exactly. And Avon drops his um, little dentist probe that does computery things. Yes. And... Um, and um, yeah, he's like all um, what, what you, you know who Del Grant is, about? don't you? It's like no, it's nothing, no, nothing. No, 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 no. not important. Because probably somebody else. If it's not important, why is that so? You know, why were you, did you have such a profound effect on you? And he's like, well, we've got unfinished business. If it is not important, then why did his name have such a strong effect upon you? Because the Del Grant that I knew said that if we ever met again. He would kill me. And then, yeah, we get th- then we get the bit with Provine going down to see the rocket, and he yeah. finds he finds the rocket. They smashed the um, the door, the escape the escape thing that yep. gets out, and there's someone. There's a couple of guys guarding it, um, and he tries to open the launch doors. Can't open the launch doors. Sees that there's a crystal smashed, um, and needs to get a replacement. But as he turns around, he's confronted by one another, of the another one of the rebels who. Conveniently, is the same height as him. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and, and, same, and the same shirt size. And they have a big, they have a bit of crap food. Yeah, and have a little bit of. A, he tries to reason him out of it, like, no, I'm not leaving here. He tries to say, you yeah, can come the, with me. And yeah, the guy, the guy who is is um, the rebel is is an upstanding, lovely gent, and sort of mm. went, you know, I'm not going to leave my family here to die. Yep. And um, bit so, of a shirt. so the um, so Provine kills him instead. Yep. Puts on his uniform, and now now Provine is pretty much. Unable in to disguise. be, yeah, he's in disguise. He's and, fully disguised up. Um, and he goes off to try and get a new crystal for the door, and on the way gets roped into do business with the rebels. Yes. So he can't actually get the thing finished, which is important for later on. Yes. Um, so um, then it cuts back to Riley doing some stuff. Is it? Or... Yeah. Well, Riley's in there. Yeah, Riley gets. Uh, She's oh. in there just looking through records, I think. Yeah, or something along. They're trying to find out where the device is still. And, yes. Um, 
Riley gets uh, jumped. And that's, yeah, and what is that before or after Villa's broken into the safe? Definitely. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, one or other that happens by first. Riley gets jumped. Villa breaks into the safe and finds out where the device is. Yeah. And then Riley sort of spills out of the mm. of the hatchway that leads to the secret tunnel. Yeah. And gets found. And she's like, oh, uh, and it hits it, me. In between all of this happening, um, Del Grant turns up, and it is the Del Grant that Avon knows. That's right. And they have a nice little standoff. Hello, Del. <laughs> and um, and then like while everything else is going on, you also get another little, another little aside between Del and Avon. They're sort of talking privately or trying to talk privately. Yeah. And um, and and, and Avon's asking uh, about some mysterious woman. Um, yeah. Like, did they hurt her? And Del Grant goes on a bit of a rant and she's been she was tortured for days because of you. Blah, blah, it's all your fault. All your blah, fault blah, 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 blah. Blah. You'd, if she'd broken, they would have let her live, which is you know probably not true. And I don't probably think they would have done the Federation after all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously Avon's got something about this girl. Yeah, and, and so is Del. So, so you know, so that's, that's got to play out. That is that point. is the beef between the two of them. And then, um, yeah, so they find out where the device is. It's in the North Pole. And it's yeah, it's yeah, it's in the North Pole. So it's six thousand miles away or something like that. And they were like, well, we're all dead now. We can't get to we it. Can't get there. There. Blake conveniences, but we could teleport there. Um, so. And then there's a sort of well, who should go and. Dell's like, well, I've got to go. This is what they're paying me for. And Avon's like, well, I'm the best person to go with you because I know how to disable these devices. And mm. so it winds up that they have to arch enemies with uh, part of his secret history have, have to go, go and, and together, help to disable this which device. Which is a great trope and yeah. probably not overused at this point. They're, 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 not in Blake 7 yet. Anyway. Well, well <laughs> it's funny that all these tropes are like, the, if, you, if you go to the trope, there's a tropes website. Have you been to the TV tropes website? No, I should have a good you look at it. You have a good look. I mean, you can get stuck there for years just right. going through all these tropes. It's great. But... um. A lot of the tropes that are in the TV tropes website actually came originally from the original Star Trek. Oh, um, right. And that's where they come from. Like it, the whole idea of a, a monster of a week oh, um, yes. show yes. where something happens and, you know, people are thrown into like, it's like, you know, having to share a bed if you've got sexual tension between the two yes. of you or being stuck, uh, you know, <laughs> being oh, yeah, it, like, right. being overcome with um, horny, like like with the ponfar, being overcome with horny pheromones oh, right. and um, all that sort of stuff. They all, they, it originally comes from awesome. original Star Trek, most of it. I mean, obviously, yeah. tropes have been around forever and ever and ever and ever. But Star Trek just but loved Star using Trek them. But Star Trek loved using them for their, for, and did them really well, too, I think. So this trope, this particular trope is the enemies having to do, having, having to, to cooperate with each other. And um, so they get teleported. They get into nice little silver suits and get yeah. teleported up to into this, the North Pole. Yeah. And um, the mechanism is all in. Um, we're getting ahead because Riley spills out. Second, we're getting ahead. The mechanism is all encased in ice, mm. and so um, Avon gets out the ice pick and doesn't make any progress. And so they get they get a space heater. Space space. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to melt the ice around the device. Space <laughs> so heater. Cool. Get me a space heater. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, back down on um, planet no plants. Um, Riley <laughs> spills out of the thing and it's like, oh, somebody came behind me and just hit me. And life's dreadful. And um, they look after her and she's all fine and she wants to go back to work and it's all good. They're still looking for Provine and they yeah, just... Yeah, it, it, it ends up being like, again, it splits the story up again. Again, this is a bit like a car chase at the end where we know what's going to happen. Avon and Grant have to um, fix, have to defuse the bomb. Blake has to find Provine. Um, the, the, they all the, have to do it before the bomb goes and, off. Yeah, and so there's a timer going on. And but Avon and Grant um, have not have, basically what happens because they have to talk to each other the whole time is they go through the whole history that they had, and the, the long and the short of it is that um, Avon's girlfriend Anna was um, in the fraud. in on in on the whole um, 
fraud thing that he was to doing just, the five, to, million to five million credits. Wow, it was five million credits. Five million credits. Um, um, and uh, she had that arranged to get visas to get out and all this sort of stuff. Um, and Avon didn't turn up to the rendezvous because he got shot. Yeah. Um, and so she was captured before he could get back to her with the visas to escape. And so he used the visa to get away himself. But he had been told that she was dead. Yeah. Um, and and that sort of was meant to ameliorate the whole thing of him not rescuing her. He said he was unconscious for more than 36 hours. Yes. And um, then he used the visa to escape because he, he thought that Anna was Del dead. Really dead. And Del Grant just said, oh, well, she died because of you. That's all that matters. Nothing's changed, which is kind of a bit silly, like, you know. Yeah. Well, she was, I mean, she does have her own... Presumably has her own agency and could have chosen not to associate with a known criminal. That's right. That's right. She was going to steal five million credits anyway. <laughs> like, they captured Avon. You would expect that something would happen to him too. Um, but the, the business with um, the, the the big thing about this whole business is that it's not just a simple "I'm going to defuse the bomb and chat about our past" thing. Um, something has gone wrong with the installation where the bomb is, and it's and it's basically melting around them. So um, bits of the Installation of falling off. Well, they had to turn the heaters on to melt to melt the ice that was around the device, and the and the, and the ice had actually was actually keeping up one of the beams, yeah. of the roof. And so it's all sort of melting and collapsing. And at one point, Avon says, "What do you want to do? You can either freeze or um, be crushed freeze or crush, death. Yeah. Um, and it turns out they're both nearly crushed to death, but that's okay. Yeah, but um, Avon saves in in the process. Avon saves Grant's life and defuses the bomb as well. Um, and, Avon, and and the last line between the two of them with Grant is, you know, why did you save me? Um, and if and Avon was... says, perhaps because Anna was your sister. And that's the first time we find out that oh, they're sister right. and brother. Oh, really? Is that the yeah. first time? Yeah, he doesn't mention know. it before. Like, there, there's, so there's probably up to that end. point you're kind of thinking, oh, maybe there was some sort of bizarre love triangle or something like that. <laughs> yeah, but yes. Um, but the, I, I did, I remember when I first saw this, I was thinking, yeah, oh, is he like, is he like... Um, her boyfriend as well, or what? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't remember thinking that. I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'd read the synopsis before. Or maybe in... you've maybe you'd read Avon a terrible aspect before. Oh, oh no, I don't think I had. <laughs> I don't and, think I had. I, I might not have never have touched. I still feel bad about I don't not knowing where that book is because apparently it's worth something and we could quit our jobs. Oh well, it no, matter. it'd be worth like three hundred bucks. We couldn't we couldn't quit our jobs for very long. Mm. Um, we could sell it though. It's a terrible book. <laughs> it's so terrible. I'm sorry, sorry Paul Darrow. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. You played one of my most favourite characters in the whole world. But you can't write. That was a bad book. (laughs) It was so bad. And also not just bad, but inconsistent with canon. So Yes, yes, it's all Star Wars-y on you. Um, What else happens? Okay, Okay, so back on planet. We just did all of the stuff that happens with Grant. Yeah, yeah. And and before all that happened, like not before, but Blake says to what's-his-face, you know, if if that counter goes below 50, which it would have gone below by now anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm we're pulling out. Um, I'm pulling Avon out as well by extension, and so um, they're like, yeah, yeah. And he said, we'll get you out too if you want. It's like, no, no, no. We've committed to this. We'll stay. So they're being all heroic. Yeah, yeah. So they'll they'll so go they have down to live planet. with the guilt of killing everyone else. I'll just die as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in the meantime, they were still all searching for Provine, and then Raleigh sends Provine with Blake to go and do something. Go and question some more prisoners or something. I can't exactly remember what they're no, doing. No, but, but since but Mally not realizing that Provine's Provine, um, sends him down to the ship, or down whatever. to whatever to do some stuff, and then um, they're going through the records and they see his identification papers and she recognizes his face and she's like, "That's Provine. That's the man I said to go with Blake." Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So. And they were headed to the rocket silo. They were headed yeah. to the rocket silo and. Um, 
Villa's like, oh, well, where's that? I'll go and get them. Junctions, junctions of something, 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 something. And so Villa, of course, gets it wrong and heads to the wrong place. And gets down there too late. But he, and he hears a, um, it's a, it's a nice little bit there. He hears the, the gun go off. Yeah, he goes, Blake. Oh, oh does he? Blake. <laughs> he's terrified. Oh, and, but it's not Blake that comes out. It's Provine with a, with a, with a gut shot wound. Yeah. Um, and uh, then they have this little funny exchange, which doesn't make any sense at all. Where... You can go to hell. I'm not telling you where the central control is. You, you might, you know, you might still have a chance if you tell us where where central control is. He's like star one, gold star one. Now you have to put this one in because I'm not sure if this is good acting. I think it might be bad acting. Star one. It's called star one now. Dockerly. Cyber surgeon. Only Dockerly knows. Oh, I think it might be excessive acting. It might be he's... more than average acting. <laughs> like, and I'm not sure if it's more than more worse than more bad than average or more better than average. Yeah, it's not sense. Brian acting. I'll put it that way no. because it's not. Well, I don't know. Anyway, um, anyway, he tells them that it's called Star One now. That only this fellow called Dockerly, a cyber surgeon, knows where it is. And not then, a space surgeon. A cyber, cyber surgeon. surgeon. So I don't know. Maybe he just isn't, if he's in space, he can't do it. He has to be on a planet. Or doing cyber, surgery. With cyber, with cyber oh, men. cybernetics. Yeah, I think he's a cybernetic surgeon. Yes, except, so, except, that, except that, that later on he yeah. is also he's a brain, he's a brain surgeon. He's as well. a brain surgeon, a rocket surgeon, maybe, rocket scientist. Maybe he is. Maybe he's <laughs> all rocket, of these things. I think he's a rocket surgeon. A rocket surgeon. That's it. <laughs> he's a rocket surgeon. Um, yes. Well, it's hardly brain science. So um, <laughs> that's what happens there, and then they've disabled the device. It's all happy, happy, joy, joy, and they go back up to. Um, the Liberator, mm-hmm. and they all off to find Starboy. And Del Grant and Avon have a nice little handshake. The handshake at the end. Which is obvious that they have fixed things. And just before we go to credits, um, Blake sort of comes up to Avon and says, are you going to tell me what happened with Anna? Are you going to tell me about Anna? Yeah. And he says, no. Yeah. You wouldn't understand, he says. Yeah. And um, which is sort of a bit of a bit of a bombshell for the character who you think is you know this heartless you know yeah. person who only gets on with machines um yeah, anyway. right. and then, and then, it's, it's a bit of a role reversal isn't it's an interesting it interesting exchange because he goes well, you wouldn't understand and and blake sort of goes wouldn't i mm-hmm. and avon just says no you wouldn't and walks off and um it's funny too because the last episode the last terrible episode that we saw yeah where blake's been passing his cousin yeah obviously so, you wouldn't understand yeah that's blake's right. not into that sort of thing no. <laughs> And much more gross. <laughs> Let's just put it right there, right much out more there. Morally wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, I mean it's not often that Avon can take the moral high ground. Yes, I think he like... can on this on this score because as far as we know, well, Del would have mentioned it, were they related? <laughs> yes, they don't look like they each don't other. look related. Um Yeah, so anyway, I yeah, I but guess I suppose. I mean, I don't know. Um button on the episode is that and uh then we've also got the nice little trail of breadcrumbs leading up to the next episode of Dockley. where's Dockley? and the next episode of well Dockley doesn't turn up in the next episode but the one after that and that is my favorite i think probably oh. my favorite episode in the whole series yeah so what's next episode next episode we... is voice from the park oh shit <laughs> oh god this is this is the worst episode no in two. it's hilarious it's terrible but also like like hostage was boring you know That's what I mean? true. This is not boring. It's just fucking weird and, and badly acted. And, and oh, there's oh, some really man. good bits in it. Like there's some really good bits in it, but not good. Not good in good. Good. Uh, good as in. Oh yeah. my god! I can't believe they did that. Not god. funny. Ha ha. Funny, funny weird. 
Um, Did you like this episode? Um, I really do. It's it's right up there in season or series B for me. Mm. I think it's terrific. Um, I don't like the secretaries in space aspect of it. I think that Rally is um, could, could be so great, and she's pretty good. But yeah, there's a couple of bits in it that make me. I think with Rally, cross. I think with Rally in this episode, it's like they, they they see the potential. Like they've almost got it. They can almost see what they yeah. should be doing. Yeah, and they sort of they take a couple of steps towards it, and they're like, no, oh, I, I can't resist. Yeah, I can't resist having Del Grant, you know, mansplain things to and her. to her. But yeah, they they, um, they they creep up to the edge of maybe getting a good female character and then go that. Uh, used up that. all used up all of our energy on Serverland. Can't, yeah, can't do it that's on else. true actually. Like we can't be too hard on them because there is Serverland in the picture, that's and true. there's no Serverland in this episode, which is kind of a shame. Always a shame. And no Travis, which is kind of a shame. Yes. Phoning it in or not. Um, Crimos. Crimos. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 good. It's you know got the appropriate amount of tension and leaves a little bit of you know mystery about some stuff and Give me some sets the table for a few things that are coming down the track. Yeah. And I really liked it as well. I think that it gave me. I mean, it was a, a really good meaty A one episode. I remember the first time I saw it and going, oh yes, more A one backstory. Yeah, that's I need true. More of this. Yeah. Um, we do spoiler. We get more of this later on. Um, a lot happy. of a lot later on. I mean, it's in season, season three. three. Mm. Yeah, not happy. Um, not happy, Jan. Poor old Avon. But anyway, no wonder he turns out to be totally off his bit, tree. Bit of a maniac. Yeah. Um. Yes, I did, and, and you liked it too. I did. I loved it. Okay. I, it's it's a right. really good episode. It's not my favorite in season B, as I said. I think my favorite in season B is coming up. Pretty yeah. Totally. Same. Same. Um. But it's definitely in my top five for season B. Same. Same. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It is really good. It's it's solid, and it's it's you know it's not. It's not obviously padding anywhere. Mm. Oh, some of the two and fourth of the rocket silo might be a bit padded, and but it needs to be done. I think because you need to see you need to see Proline discover that the rocket silo is not is working. Damaged. You've got to see him change into a uniform so that yeah. he can be mistaken for, for, for an actual it. rebel. Yeah, you've got to see him have the fight with. Um, I mean that 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 that, the, that scene between him and the rebel who he kills. Yeah, is um. Is a nice little yeah. like because it, it, it's two bit, bit part guys who never come back again. And it's, but, but it's, it's a nice. Um, the Federation is evil. The Federation is good. Yeah, it's of, explaining the yeah. ideology difference. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so did you, have Brian? I shall return to Brian. I am unsure of my Brian. Are you? Are you sure of your Brian yet? Uh, and nobody's having a lot of fun in this episode, are they? Not really. I mean, I, w- I would say Del Grant, actually, probably is having the best fun. Yeah. Living his best life. Yeah, being a mercenary. Being being an arrogant shithead to Riley. Yeah, and... yeah. And yeah, when Riley says to him, what do you, and what are you going to do? You know, it's like, what should I do with my Worry. other hand? Worry. That's what they're paying for. And, you know, he's like, this is And he does, he ends up with a very, very big paycheck at the end. He talks yeah, about I've got to go back and get, a, get my paycheck. Yeah. So. <laughs> he's pretty happy by the end of it. Yeah, I, I, that's a solid Brian. My Brian is actually probably going to be um, Provine. Uh-huh. Just for that acting at the end there. Duckling. Only Duckling knows. <laughs> And I think that he's yeah. Um, I wouldn't call him living his best life, but he's yeah, he's he's having he's, a lot of fun doing that good. death scene. He's good in that episode too. I, I mean, he's he's believable as being an asshole. And... Yeah, yeah. I I do think it's a bit of overacting though. Oh, it's yeah. a bit of hammy acting, and it's quite fun. Um, yeah. So that's all. You know, that's all good and well and good. Should we see what's uh, on the cards for next week? Yeah. Do you next grab week. Oh. Oh, I'll get the thing up, stand up. 
no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, having to, I'm, just, I'm just thinking about the actual episode because <laughs> I know what's in store for us. So I am reading from that thing. Terry Nation's full illustrated Blake 7, the program guide, the definitive handbook to the BBC TV series compiled by Tony Atwood. This thing. And the episode next week is called Voice from the Past. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Liberator is on its way to Del 10 where the crew plan to take a rest during their search for Star 1. When Blake, under the influence of a telepathic message, suddenly changes course for an isolated asteroid. I think I might leave it there. Yes. Because the rest of it... It's, and this one, you should see how short the synopsis is in, in the guide. Because fuck all happens in it. Because <laughs> nothing happens in it. Oh, except for some really weird shit. At the Barbican. Yes, at the Barbican, they um, they're interesting. I'm pretty sure it's the like. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not wrong. Am I? It's, it's the Barbican. It's brutalist. It's a brutalist architecture uh, of the Barbican that we remember getting lost in in 1984. Not trying to find Peter Pan, which is a story we will tell next week. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, we we're trying to find the way to Peter Pan. We were like six hours late to it. Oh, I don't remember that. It was fun. I remember being lost there, but I don't remember that's what that was the reason. Yeah. Oh, anyway, um, yeah, so, and we can also haul out the mystery card for next week. Um, need to say thanks to Angus for our guide. Who else do we say thanks to? Thanks to Claire Fast for oh, our logo, oh. who has been um, I, I, I involved with her on a different podcast and also on a couple of other side projects. And seriously, she just did some art for me. And if you ever want any art done, just, awesome. just go and... She does the best stuff. And like, if you have a really stupid idea for something that would just make you smile, you just go, oh, I'd like this to be done for me. And oh, she does it. She's really good at it. And I'm, I'm going to get some Avon art from her, I think, at okay, some point. Cool. And we could put it up on the, on the website. Yeah. Um, we need to thank... Um, Terry loves Big Disco. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking time, woman. Jeff loves Big Disco Sound for our intro and outro music. Yeah, and- um, <laughs> all of our loyal Patreon subscribers. And the dogs are fining again, but yeah. you guys all yeah. expect that you, by now. You can find me at Megalula on Twitter. You can find me at Imogen Rights. Oh, and I do want to do a little plug for me, personally. Um, the latest Andromeda Spaceways in-flight magazine, which is a uh, science fiction and fantasy magazine, has one of my stories in it this oh, month. Wow. So if you head off to the ASIM website... You can download that as a PDF for, I think, two or three bucks. And, yeah, please go read it. There's some other really great stories in it as well. And I've also got another story coming out soon, but I'll, I'll spruik that when it comes. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So I ha- I'm doing nothing at all. I'm doing some volunteer teaching at my son's school. <laughs> and it's really dull. But you're also recovering from, anyway. Yeah, from cancer. But that's okay. I'm nearly there. I got you. Yeah, that's other news. I've got eight days of radiotherapy to go. High five. Yay. So that would be a shame. Maybe we that should get together. Drunk well, let's go and well, let's do voice from the past with champagne for end of radio. Okay. Done. 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 And that'll be up on our Patreon. And if you want to go to our Patreon and become a patron, I'll send you some cool cards. stuff. Yeah. I've got stickers too now. Stickers yes. and cards and yes. stuff. It's all good. And I don't know if there's anybody else we need to think. Oh, we can, you can find us. You can email us at classicallyawful.gmail.com. At gmail.com. Um, we're at Kcast, C-A-C-A-S-T. No, no, at Classically A at on Twitter. Classically A. Uh, at the moment, probably best. The Twitter I use to announce the episodes, but if you want to actually talk to us, go to our actual Twitters rather than going to the Kcast yeah. Twitter. Uh, because, yeah, it's it's basically just there as yeah, podcast. We've only got two viewers anyway, so yeah. that's why. <laughs> just, just fucking call us, man. Yeah, just, you've probably both got our phone. Yeah, both got our phone numbers. Both give us our phone numbers. Just give us a call. You can tell us what you want us to mention on the, on the podcast. It's all easy. Yeah, most of you are all probably on Facebook with me and yeah. doing instant messenger with me anyway. So that's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's fine too. Um, alrighty, we better go. Yeah, I, I got a doggo to look after and radiotherapy to get to. And I got some podcasts to edit. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes. Oh no! Oh no! Okay, bye guys. Bye guys. <laughs>